It's time for Love Talk with the love ladies, Evelyn, Carrie, and Kathy. Love talking this week about living in the gaps of life. Good morning. This is Evelyn Davidson at today's Christian Talk, the bridge in Austin, Texas, the center of our world right now as we are twirling around. And in the studio today is our sweet friend, Coach uh, uh, Carrie. And on the line with us today is Miss Kathy Enderbrock. Are you with us, Kathy? I sure am. Oh, Coach Carrie, it is so great to be on the phone with you, Miss Evelyn. What a joy. I'm just so thrilled that we're able to get together and talk with our friends about this incredible topic this morning about the gap, God's appointed place and God's appointed person. And, you know, we're kind of continuing our show from last week because, boy, we have so much, so many things to discuss about standing in the gap. And I'm, I'm looking forward to kind of finishing the conversation that we had last week and getting into some real nitty-gritty stuff. I kind of had to prepare myself to talk about this today. I know. I hear you, Kathy. Hello, friends. This is Coach Carrie. It's great to be with you today. I hear you. You know, this stuff is so real, and it kind of hits you right between the eyeballs um, that, you know, God is with us. He's got an appointed mm-hmm. place for us. And even though, you know, our definition, Miss Evelyn, that we used for gap was, you know, kind of this blank space, right? A, a place of, of in between, nothing, of yeah. nothing right? Or if, <laughs> God's a, not doing anything today. Yeah. He's like, out of business. <laughs> <laughs> Praise the Lord, he's not, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that it's, you know, this, this separation almost where you feel a little lost when you're talking about a gap. But thank goodness that We've defined that gap as God's appointed place for us. And he's the God of the known, Miss Evelyn. Mm-hmm. He knows exactly why we are standing there in that gap. And he's meeting us and in that us gap. When he anoints us. Mm-hmm. And he anoints us with the power of his spirit mm-hmm. as we trust him and put our faith in him. And move on it. Which, you know, you can't stand. Uh, you can't be a lone ranger. In the yeah. Christian life, uh, we're warriors. Mm-hmm. We are we are spiritual warriors in life, and that's why, you know, in, in Ezekiel, when Ezekiel looked at Israel, and he just was totally devastated at the progress they had made as a nation, and that's kind of where we are in America right now. We we are devastated in a lot of ways. When Ezekiel looked out. And saw how the people's hearts were cold, cold and bitter and angry. He complained to God. And God, first of all, told him that he was looking for him. He, too, knew that problem. God knew the problem. Mm-hmm. And he told Ezekiel, he said, I'm looking for a man to stand in the gap. Mm-hmm. Stand in the gap. My appointed place. My anointed person. I'm looking for someone that knows me and knows how to do the things that I have called and equipped him to do. And he's doing that in America today, dear Carrie. We look out at our nation and we think, you know, it's, this is breaking down. That's breaking down. We don't have money for this. We don't have money for that. This one's lying. That one's not telling the truth. It's just a constant battle of misinformation and misbehavior. Yeah. And God calls us to anointing to where we walk under the Spirit in an anointing of the Holy Spirit. And that's the important, that's the difference in us. And, you know, we all have those gaps in our life where we don't let him fill them. 
Well, you know, and you're right. I, I think that's a good way to put it. We don't let him fill them. We want to take control ourselves. But what he's telling us is that you are right where you're supposed to be, and I'm here with you. Now let's figure this out. Right, and I, I, that's so comforting to me. When every single day I'm, I'm, you know, on my knees saying, "Okay, Lord, I am woefully inadequate. <laughs> I need you to fill in these gaps for mm-hmm. me with my kids, in my marriage, mm-hmm. in all the the balls that I'm juggling, so to speak. I, I, I've, I'm missing some things. I need you to come in and fill those spaces for me." You know, Miss Evelyn, I'm excited about um, just getting our listeners catched up on a few things, or caught up, excuse me, mm-hmm. caught up on a few things. Um, you've got a birthday. Oh, my. Yes. You've got a birthday <laughs> coming up. Listeners, Miss Evelyn's birthday is coming up. 87 years old. Miss Evelyn will be here very soon. We're super excited to celebrate with her and mm-hmm. to celebrate her life. And um, my daughter is embarking on the basketball state tournament coming up this weekend um and of course you know i'm coaching so uh with my good friend um we we coach together and it's just an absolute joy and so we are praying for an awesome weekend coming up uh because that is uh, you know that's our goal all year is to get to that state tournament and bring home that state title so we pray that things go well kathy how's boise treating you you know, we are just getting ready, trying to finish off the year well. My youngest, Faithy, she wants to be on the headmaster's encomium, which is like the straight A student list. And um, she has like 95s and 96s and 98s in every class. And I was looking at an, an update for her. And I said, Faith, th- this says you have a like a 72 in geometry. What What's going on? And she just, you know, deer in the spotlights kind of, I'm like, what is going on? And she's like, oh, I failed a test. And I said, okay. So we drilled down and we looked. And I said, well, baby, you haven't just failed a test, but you didn't turn in an assignment. So you got a big fat zero for that. And I said, and look at these two quizzes, baby. You got like a 78 on these quizzes. And you know, with our girls, we, we don't demand straight A's out of them. We Basically, if they want to play school sports, it's a B average. They've just got to have a B average. But Faith had set for herself this goal of getting on the headmaster's encomium, which is like, I guess, mm-hmm. the dean's list in a typical public school or the mm-hmm. principal's list or whatever. And um, so anyway, we are just working with her and working with the teacher to kind of achieve this goal that she has for herself. And um, it's it's kind of taken us by surprise. And, and so we're, you know, with all the girls, we're looking at finishing off the school year well. And with all the different activities and sports and everything that we have going, staying connected as a family is our mm-hmm. first priority. Obviously, staying connected in our relationship with the Lord, but then finishing well. Um, it's always easy to start well, but finishing well, that's... That's something that takes a bit of character development, I think, sometimes. Well, we're working on that this as well this year is finishing well. You know, Logan was up last night. He had late basketball games. They were in their conference tournament, um, and we were 45 minutes away from Georgetown. And so we got home super late, and then he still had algebra to do. And it was some things that he didn't quite understand. And I was like, all right, bud, we're going to finish this well. We got this. We got this, you know. 
so encouraging our kids to finish well and encouraging all of us, you know, to finish well is very important. Now, Miss Evelyn, we've been talking about gaps and I think that's a great segue into gaps is, fin- you know, finishing and doing things well. The Lord wants to meet us right where we are in these spaces. And last week we talked about, so uh, how does God fill in the gaps when people are mocking us and mocking our Christian mm-hmm. faith? How does God come and fill in the gaps when we're lied to? Or, Miss Evelyn, how does God come fill in the gaps when we're the ones doing the lying? And taking off those masks and pulling them off, ripping them off like a like a band-aid. And, you know, allowing God to come in and do that work. Miss Evelyn, here's a big one. How does God come in and fill in those gaps when our hearts are broken? You know, we, we he lets us cry and he cries with us. That's all I can say. You know, mm-hmm. my husband cries a lot. He, uh, and it makes him so mad. <laughs> <laughs> we we have a prayer alliance that meets out in um, Cedar Park first Tuesday of every month. We'd invite you to come noontime in the in the courtroom of Williams County Annex. And uh, there are not a lot of men that come, but we have some guys that you know because of you know work and so forth. And Van is so tenderhearted. <laughs> you wouldn't think it because he is pretty stout. Mm-hmm. But he'll start praying and he just cries. It makes him just upsets him terribly. It upsets him. He just doesn't want to cry. And I said, honey, you wouldn't be crying if Jesus didn't cry over you and me and what's going on in our world today. And so, you know, uh, we can be disappointed in ourselves about our weaknesses mm-hmm. that we can't do this. Mm-hmm. And when I can tell you, when you get 87 years old and you start looking at what you can't do anymore, it, the list gets longer and longer. And it is mm-hmm. disappointing sometimes. Mm-hmm. But that's not the issue. The issue is, what are we allowed to fill our thoughts? Mm-hmm. The gap in our mind when we don't understand people. We don't understand what God's doing. When they've broken your heart. And when they've broken your heart. Mm -hmm. And we want to talk about some broken hearts today. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, when someone breaks your heart, it teaches you that loving someone does not always mean that that person loves you the way Christ loves you. You know, when we think of broken hearts, Miss Evelyn, I don't know, I guess my first thoughts go to you that first crush and, you know, Mm -hmm. you you think about that and uh, all of a sudden, you know, Five minutes later, you've got a broken heart, right? You know, um, you kind of think about that. But Miss Evelyn, you have a personal experience of a broken heart. Whenever your heart was broken over a baby, well, we Ben and I had were married five years before uh, we had our first son, and I, and my my doctor had always said you probably won't have children because of some health health issues, and we were just thrilled beyond words. And then five years later. Uh, we had our Danny. And I thought, boy, I got this now, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so we had one, um, we discovered that I was pregnant, and um, unfortunately it uh, didn't last. It was a baby girl, and it broke my heart. Mm-hmm. It literally broke my heart. But, you know, I thought about it, Lord, you know, here I am talking about what I don't have. Mm. When I need to be majoring on what I do have, and that is the Lord gave us the ability and the desire to live and and grow a family that would honor him 
and be used by him in, in some very special ways. And so, you know, sometimes broken hearts are great lessons of faith mm-hmm. to teach us to trust him, to trust the Lord and his plan. And that's the important thing. Lord, we want your plan, your plan. So listening to those lessons of faith as we stand in these gaps and as God meets us in these appointed places with his appointed person, God's appointed person. Friends, we're talking about gaps today, and we will continue to talk about that, continue to talk about what happens when our heart is broken, what happens when someone holds a grudge against you, all of these very practical applications when we return right after these messages here on Love Talk. From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to insure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. You know, the world has changed and getting connected is really no longer a trend. It's a reality. And it's happening all around you, leaving you to wonder how do you get connected to your customers while staying ahead of the digital revolution and your competition. Well, Texas SEO is a Christian-based online marketing company, and they're the partner you can always rely on to navigate through the ever-evolving digital landscape. To schedule your free consultation and digital analysis, call Texas SEO at 1-888-988-9736 or visit the website texasseo.com or simply Google Christian SEO Company and you'll find them in the first position. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow. These guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better Better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith, 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com. Friends, welcome back to today's Christian Talk. Oh my goodness, you have found the love ladies. <laughs> we are so thankful you are here with us. And of course, friends, you know that you can listen anywhere in the world to this awesome station right here, 1120 AM, 101.1 FM, The Bridge. We have the app. You can go. You can download it onto your smartphone, iPad, and you can listen wherever you are on this great planet. You have found the love, ladies. I am Coach Carrie Brinkater, of course, Mrs. Evelyn Davison, and Mrs. Kathy Enderbrock. And today we're talking about gaps. 
What does that mean? A gap is a hole, a space, a blank space, a void that we try to fill with stuff. We try to fill with all of these material things. And the Lord says, you know what? Your gap is God's appointed place. Mm -hmm. Let me get in there with you. Broken hearts, friends. Sometimes we experience broken hearts. Sometimes it's over relationship. Miss Evelyn told us a, a story about a miscarriage that she had whenever her heart was absolutely broken. I think what God wants us to understand is that we don't want to turn our back on love. We never want to turn our back on love because God brings people into your love field. And Miss Evelyn understood that she was to be thankful for what she had mm-hmm. and not what she didn't have. What a wonderful lesson of faith, Miss Evelyn, that you and Van had to walk through. That doesn't mean it wasn't painful. But as you came out on the other side, you realized that your heart could be filled with joy as you learned those lessons of love. Now, Kathy, how how do we decipher? We're looking at relationships, broken hearts, and we're just kind of wondering, what on earth does love really look like? And we have a perfect example through Christ. Talk us through that, Kathy. Well, you know, the world wants to tell us that love is blind. You know, you hear this all the time. Oh, love is blind. Well, I am here to tell you love is not blind. The Bible makes it very, very clear that true love sees everything and yet chooses to love anyway. And that is what real love is. You know, we talk about these gaps. And, you know, for many, many, many of us, there is a gap between what we had planned for our life mm-hmm. and what our life is actually looks like, where we are actually at. And, you know, we opened in the first segment and, you know, sharing about uh, faith academically, my youngest academically. And so she's being a little bit challenged because she had a goal or a vision of how she was going to end the school year. And there's a big gap now (laughs) between where she's actually at. And the only way that she was able to really acknowledge and address it is to address the truth of the situation of where she was at and then move on from there. And so this is one of the things that I love about Christ is that when he looks down on us, he doesn't look down and say, okay, um, let me find some perfect people and uh, then I will go and I will reach down and work in their lives. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. So God says that while we were yet sinners, that Christ died for us. And it says that all have sinned, all have fallen short of the glory of God. But yet we know that because of his love for us, he was willing to lay down his life for us. He was not blind. God's love is not blind. He sees everything truthfully, and he chooses to love anyway. And I I love this principle that when we talk about gaps and standing in the gaps, truth is very important. Excuse me. And love is very important. And uh, John chapter 1, verses 1 through 14, it's such a beautiful section. If you go into your New Testament Bible, it's the fourth book in your New Testament, John. And um, it, it walks through how Christ willingly left his throne to become fully man. So he was fully God and fully man. 
and that he left this throne that he had he had been established on that he had sat on from the beginning of time that he was in perfect unity with God the Father and God the Holy Spirit and yet he was willing to step down from that become a man and pay the penalty of sin um, for us that he was willing to pay that penalty that we could not pay so that we might have life and have relationship with him. And so I just, I think that is so beautiful. When we talk about these gaps, we can know that Christ is willing to stand in the gap because he, is, he has stood in the biggest gap for us. That gulf that we could not bridge, mm-hmm. that huge void between us and God, Christ was willing to stand in that gap for us. And there is no gap that exists in our life, no matter what we thought our life had lo- would look like, whether we thought, oh, we're going to have this perfect spouse and these perfect children and these perfect careers and all like that, and, and yet we have, you know, all of these warts and shortcomings, and it's just, this is not what we expected. We can stand right where we are, commit where we are at to God, truthfully, in, in, in mm-hmm. all truthfulness, take a look at it, commit it to Him, and He can stand in that gap for us and achieve and do what we cannot you know that is so true Kathy and you know sometimes uh, we get in these loops we call them Mm. we're in a gap you know and we we try this that doesn't work we go to another thing we just try it whatever but you know God doesn't have a plan of looping he has a plan of anointing and anointing means that we are covered by the love that he has for us that he, you know, and it's, it comes from the blood. It was the shed blood of Jesus Christ that made us godly. It that blood flow. And in, in Matthew, Matthew says, um, you're familiar with the old written law, love your friend and its unwritten companion. Hate your enemy. I'm challenging you and I'm telling you that when someone gives you a hard time, respond with the energies of prayer. Isn't that interesting? This is what God does. That is very interesting. Mm. He gives his best, the sun to warm and the rain to nourish, to you and everyone, regardless of the good and the bad, the nice and the nasty. If you simply say hello to those who uh, who greet you, do you expect a medal? Anyone of an email sent uh, of a of a, the thrill of being a sinner does that. In other words, what I am saying is, grow up. <laughs> is that the message, Miss Evelyn? That is the message. Mm-hmm. Your your te- your kingdom subjects. He's saying we are in the gap with him. We are anointed. We're placed there until we grow up. And then it says, now live like it. Live out your life. God created identity. Live generously and graciously toward others. The way that God himself uh, is toward you. You know, that's a a huge mouthful, Carrie. (laughs) That God loves us, but he recognizes how fragile we are and how uh, incompetent we are if we don't pray, if we don't depend on him. And that is the secret of those that live in the gap of constant bitterness, constant hate. We, we see it all around us. Mm-hmm. You can look at a person's life sometimes, look at their face, and see what kind of gap they're in. 
if they're worried, if they're angry, if they're jealous, or if they're just excited, if they're thrilled, if they're spirit-filled. Joyful. Yes, joyful. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's the biggest one. And you see it in the outside, what's going on in the inside. And that's the way it is with the Lord Jesus. He sees us for where he wants us to be. And and he allows these things to show us we're on the wrong way. We're on the wrong way. And that's why in this nation right now it's so important for us to come together and do what Jesus said. or Matthew said, God said, pray, talk to Jesus, and find out what it is that he wants us to do in the gap that we're in. And the gap is getting fuller and fuller every day with those things that are ungodly. We've got to be able to recognize those. Mm -hmm. But the first thing we have to do is to make Christ the center of our heart to fill that gap that is so that's so absent. Even if we're Christians sometimes we get on this this highway, this byway, sideway, where we're not going the direction the Lord has called us to go. And we need to stop, need to get on our knees and begin to pray and ask God to show us, give us a clear picture of what he has in store for us as individuals. He has a plan. And Jeremiah, he told Jeremiah that. Jeremiah, Jeremiah was just like Ezekiel. When Ezekiel looked out and saw the, illness, the evil of the world around him, he complained to God. And God said, I'm looking for somebody to fill in the gap. Jesus fills that gap. Mm-hmm. But he also said something else to Ezekiel. He said, there's going to come a day when I'm going to take out their cold, stony hearts. And what am I going to do? Put in a brand new heart. He's not talking about a physical heart. He's talking about a heart that fills the F-I-E-L-D-S of life. He told us exactly, get out and go tell. That is your mission. Absolutely. Those broken hearts can sting. And we would just encourage to not turn your back on love, to search for how Christ loves us. Just like Miss Evelyn said, and as you heal, to fall more and more with to God and not fill those gaps with things that are unhealthy. Right, Miss Evelyn? Because that's, you know, that that's what we want to do. You know, we want to grab the whole bucket of M&Ms that we're supposed <laughs> to share with eight friends and eat the whole thing, right? And let go of those regrets. We're so hard on ourselves. Mm-hmm. We're so hard on ourselves, Miss Evelyn. We are. You know, forgiving yourself. Mm-hmm. And forgiving those that have hurt us in these broken relationships, these broken hearts, is the first step of really healing. Well, you know, he says that we have a loving companion and he will never leave us. Mm -hmm. And when we go through the tough times, he goes through there. And when when his love is always available, and Romans 8.35 tells us that, you know, we have to realize what the value of these gaps are. Mm-hmm. In life, when when we get in a gap that's not holy, then we have to go back to the holiness of God. Absolutely, friends. When we return with the love ladies here on Love Talk, we will talk about how does God fill in the gaps whenever someone is holding a grudge against you. Oh goodness, I tell you what, that's a tough one. Turn your worries into prayers, friends. Be right back, right after these messages. Hi, this is John Cotner, and you know we all can use some happiness, some hope, and 
humor in our lives. I'm talking about the Good News Journal, published by Evelyn Davison. Well, the Good News Journal is free, and you can pick it up at locations across Central Texas like HEB, Central Market, Bob Bullock Museum, libraries, and churches, and it comes out every three months. Now, advertisers and writers interested in having an article published should call 512-249-6535. The Good News Journal, providing good news for the greater Austin and surrounding areas for 23 years. And now with more than 66,000 in circulation. Go to goodnewsjournal.net. That's goodnewsjournal.net. Hi, friends. This is Kathy Enderbrock with Let's Pray Today Ministries. Are you struggling in your marriage with anxiety and depression? Have rebellious kids or, or just want to pray for your children? Maybe you simply don't know where to start in prayer. We specialize in creating the tools to help you learn how to pray and pray effectively in a variety of life issues. Get your free MP3 download today on the topic of your choice. Go to www.letspraytoday.com and click on Shop for your free audio prayer download. Become a friend on Facebook and let us know what prayer topic you need help with. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow, these guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud Proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com. Hello, friends. Welcome back to today's Christian Talk. We want to thank our our super awesome sponsors, and we would hope that you would call these sponsors and use their use their services because they have been supporting Love Talk for so many years, and we're so grateful to each and every one of our sponsors. You found the Love Ladies, friends, here on Love Talk at today's Christian Talk. Coach Carrie Brinkader, Evelyn Davison, Kathy Enderbrock here with you. How does God fill in the gaps? Whenever things are pressing in on all sides. In Psalm 34, 17 through 19, it says, Turn your worries into prayers. The righteous cry out, and the Lord hears them. He delivers them from all their troubles. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted, Miss Evelyn, mm. and saves those who are crushed in spirit. A righteous man may have troubles, but the Lord delivers him. From them all. God is standing right there in the gap. We are in God's appointed place, even when we feel like we're stuck in a rut. Mm -hmm. God is, we're in God's appointed place, and He is right there with us. Miss Evelyn, I think something that I struggle with is whenever somebody's holding a grudge, whenever all you've done is love that person, and you don't know, like you're just at a loss. Um, Ms. Evelyn, how do we know that God is with us in that gap whenever, man, that hurts? Well, it does hurt. And, you know, sometimes hurt brings joy. Mm. Because when we get to begin to see what we can't do, we see what Jesus does and can do. And it's, it's hard to trust him in those times. When somebody's got a grudge against you, it's something that just never goes away. Yeah. 
And we've all had those things. Um, just, you know, jealousy, basically, of what it is. Sometimes it happens in marriages. Mm-hmm. A lot of times it happens with children, you know, one between the other. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's, it's hard uh, to live a life of joy and peace and, and wonder if you have a grudge against someone else. Mm-hmm. So that's the first step is, you know, have I created this right. in my own mind or is it true? Mm-hmm. And then it teaches everyone makes mistakes. And we're not perfect. You know, the gap's filled with a lot of people that are not perfect. Yeah. And we're one of them. And so what we have to do is when we have wronged someone, we've created, you know, an issue. And that's what they are basically is issues then we have got to make that right. We have to do the virtuous thing, which mm-hmm. is we forgive them. We have a, have a talking time when, uh, when both parties, you know, when if, if you and I had a conflict, I'd try to say, Carrie, you know, I don't know, something's going on, and I just don't know what to do about it. And, and I want to ask your advice. And, you know, it, it's easy to get into it. But you have to be very, very careful. And I've done this. When we had the Austin Christian Counseling Group, uh, we did a lot of it. And, you know, when you look, you have, you have, the first thing you have to do is to begin to forgive. Forgive means you, for this person, I give you this. Mm-hmm. And that's what Jesus did for each one of us. And so, you know, we look at the lessons that we learn in life. Sometimes it's the most courageous thing to do is to confront a person that has a grudge against you or confront a person with whom you have a grudge. Yeah. That's when it's harder. That is when you it's harder. Go in and say, forgive me. I was wrong. And in marriage, that happens every day. You know, with kids, it happens every day. You know, they look at us and they see what our heart is really made of. And sometimes it's greed. And sometimes it's... Pride. Yeah. Pride. You know, I did this. This is mine, and I don't want you messing with it. You know? mm. And that happens often. But what we have to do is keep in mind what does that do to prevent us of being showing the anointing we have to deal with that person and with that thing. And so, you know, I don't know. Have you ever had a gush? Or somebody with one against you? I'm sure as a coach, you've probably got them lined up halfway across yes, Austin. you know, absolutely. You know, there's people as a coach, you know, I constantly say I should have just painted a target on every single one of my jackets because that's what you are, you know, you're just a target. And that's what you sign up for and you kind of have to have thick skin. But I think the ones that hurt the most are the ones that you spend a lot of time on. Like I had a kid that played for me one time four years and man, I, I spent sleepless nights. I spent probably more time with this one kid than, you know, five other kids combined in four years. You know, bringing her to my office for weekly meetings about character, about leadership, about time management, about conflict resolution, all the while knowing that, you know, she she was going to do what she wanted to do. But I, you know, I was thinking, okay, I, I'm going to try to help this kid, going to try to help this kid. And, um, man, it was a good lesson for me because, uh, you know, at the end of it all, she was still, you know, ugly to me, um, not thankful for anything, not gracious. Um, Her parents were extremely hurtful to me. And, I, you know, I just looked at that and thought, wow, God, this is is what Jesus experienced as he 
walked the mm-hmm. road. I'm not comparing myself to Jesus, but I'm comparing the feeling, okay? Mm-hmm. You know, this is how he felt as he walked the road, you know, up the hill, carrying his own cross, where the day before he was celebrated, and then the next day he is being beaten, whipped. He's being accused of all kinds of things that he didn't do. And what did he do, Miss Evelyn? He just said, Lord, here I am. Lord, here I am. Forgive them, for they know not what they do. And I think that's the hard spot to be in is, you know, for me, this kind of still stings. Even after, you know, a couple of years, right? You know, it still stings that you can just pour all of this time and energy. And, you know, for parents out there that you're struggling with a child because you love them so much and all you've ever done is give them the best. Mm -hmm. You've given them the best and the best that you could do. And all of a sudden they're struggling and they're turning their back on you and they're angry and they're bitter. You know, Kathy, I think these are some of the ones that are so painful for us. How do we forgive when we've been hurt so badly by someone who's holding a grudge? You know, I love, there's this uh, scripture from Ephesians 4, so good, chapter, or verses 30-32, and so God makes this really clear when we hold on to bitterness and unforgiveness that we're actually grieving the Holy Spirit. Mm. Like, you know, it, we're, we're saddening the Holy Spirit. We're upsetting the Holy Spirit. And so I want to read this verse. It says, Do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. But let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you, along with all malice. Instead, be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving each other, just as God in Christ has forgiven you. And, you know, there's this saying in, um, I don't know if it's the Stevens Ministry or, or AA, it's one of those uh, counseling ministries, and it says, hurt people, hurt people. And, um, and usually hurt people blindly hurt other people. And so we don't want to be that hurt person who is going and blindly hurting others. And and I want to make it clear, forgiveness, uh, it doesn't mean that we make light of the situation. Forgiveness doesn't mean that it was just a misunderstanding. Forgiveness doesn't mean um, that we are kind of stuffing something down and pretending it doesn't matter. No, forgiveness means that we are seeing the situation and circumstances truthfully, that we are seeing that other person truthfully, whether they are asking for forgiveness or whether they are blind to the hurt uh, that, that they have caused. So we are looking at that truthfully and choosing to break that chain, to break that bondage of hurt and to forgive the wrong that was done. Because we have to realize that when we are when we are choosing to break that that chain of hurt, that we're releasing ourselves, that we are um, keeping ourselves from having a bitter spirit. And you know that that a bitter spirit is it can be mm-hmm. like cancer, where it really mm-hmm. penetrates every part of our life. And I will tell you, I remember from high school there was. 
this girl who I was so close to, oh my gosh, I just thought we would be best friends for life. And something happened and we, we had a disagreement. And I mean, we tried to talk through it and she, we did not see eye to eye and she put down an ultimatum to me and it was an unhealthy Mm. ultimatum. You know, I talked with my mom about it and mom says, you know, that's, that's an unhealthy relationship. You're going to have to walk away from this. Mm -hmm. And so I walked away from it. And, you know, for the rest of my high school years, this happened my freshman year, unfortunately, and the rest of my high school years, she did everything she could to make my life miserable. And Mm -hmm. it took me until, gosh, I was in my early 30s before I got to a place where I forgave her. And Mm -hmm. it was amazing because I could look back and see how this relationship kept me from trusting other friendships. I didn't want to get into a close friendship with someone because I thought, oh, my goodness, if I get into a close friendship mm-hmm. with them and it doesn't work out, then they're going to make my life miserable like this other person did. And I don't ever want that to happen again. And so I purposefully kept a distance in all of my friendships. And so it, it You know, it took me having to really truthfully looking at this and making the choice to forgive. And it was like, I can't even tell you, it was like um, this, this, uh, this freeing. I mean, I don't, it was like I saw the entire world and I saw friendships completely differently just in the act of forgiving this one person. So we have to remember that we can't. We can't um, allow that bitterness, that unforgiveness, to to, to penetrate our lives like a, 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 like cancer, and we can't allow anger and resentment to start spilling out and hurting others. We have to break the chain of that, and we mm-hmm. have to make the choice. Now, so you know, we've talked about someone wronging us. What about when someone? cheats on us especially in that marriage relationship i mean and god meeting Mm. us in the gap there i mean carrie that's Mm. that's pretty rough when you talk about a marital relationship and unfaithfulness how do you step into that and deal with that well that's a great question that we will answer after we come back from our break here at let's talk friends how do we know that god is filling in the gaps when someone cheats us We'll answer that question right here on Love Talk after these messages. Hi, this is Steve Washburn, pastor at First Baptist Church, Pflugerville. We're the ones who just built that beautiful new 33,000 square foot worship center there on Pecan Street, just as Jenner Town. Say, listen, if you're looking for a church home, I wish you'd come check us out. Lots of other folks sure are. We're one of the fastest growing fellowships in the Austin area. We're trying our best to offer something for everyone. No matter what your situation in life, you'll find good friends here. I know I'm biased, but I believe we have some of the most uplifting worship services you'll find anywhere. Many of you are familiar with Tom Cotter and his praise band, By Design. We're fortunate to have them leading our modern worship experience at the 11 o'clock hour on Sunday mornings. That's our largest and fastest growing group. But I'm also excited about something new we're trying in our 9 o'clock hour. Daniel Reclue is one of the area's most gifted choral directors, and he has reinvented one of the only genuinely traditional worship services in the area for those of you who are boomers and long to return to the joyful worship of your youth. Listen, Google us at First Baptist Pflugerville and come see us. George Christensen and his family at Costa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. 
These Casa friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at Casa at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So, big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call Costa at 334-7300. Ellison Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar. Hail damage specialists, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Bigger small for you and your car. Now at three locations, south at 4501 South Congress, north at 8808 Research Boulevard, and New Northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellison Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. Welcome back to today's Christian Talk. You're here with the love ladies. We're so grateful and thankful. The Lord has put you right in this place, right at this time, to hear a message from us today. And we know that you are here, that you're going to hear something in the next 12 minutes that um, you can take away something and apply it to your life. We're talking about gaps. And Miss Evelyn's been so great. She always comes up with all these acronyms and awesome things to help us remember. Typically, when we think of a gap, we think of just a space, a blank space, a hole, a void. Um, but Miss Evelyn says that it's God's appointed place for us, mm-hmm. that it's God's anointed person through Jesus. And those are the gaps that we are in in life and that we're being met every single day in these gaps, whether we're walking through things that are blissful and joyous or whether we're walking through things that are painful and hurtful. In our last two shows, friends, we've talked about how God's with us when we're mocked. He's in that gap. When we're lied to, when someone breaks our heart, that he's working between inside and through situations whenever There's grudges, whether we're holding a grudge or whether somebody else is holding a grudge against us. These things are not fun, Miss Evelyn. And what you keep saying is that, you know, these are love lessons that we're learning, Mm -hmm. that these are lessons of faith. And these faith lessons, friends, Jesus didn't tell us that walking through this Christian life was going to be a breeze, that if we name it and claim it, it's going to happen. You know, <laughs> he told us that sometimes we're going to struggle. And you know what? At least we're struggling with Jesus. Miss Evelyn, I cannot imagine walking through life, struggling through life's valleys, and not having Christian support group mm-hmm. and knowing that God is in control of these spaces and places where we are. Um You know, it's heartbreaking when someone cheats us or when someone cheats on us. Friends, the Bible, when I was doing research for this show, the Bible has over Mm 2,000 verses dealing with this topic of cheating. There's over 2,000 verses dealing with money, 
wealth, greed, laziness, work ethic, debt, Miss Evelyn, speaking verses about debt. And I know this is a huge problem in America today. Ethics and money, how Mm -hmm. we're to deal with balancing our scales, as the Bible speaks of, planning ahead for the future with our resources that God has given us through saving stewardship. Also times where we have to trust God's provision because we don't know how we're going to have those ends meet. We just don't know how we're going to do it. Contentment. Being absolutely content with what God has provided for us. It doesn't mean we're not supposed to strive and be, you know, and have that work ethic, Miss Evelyn, but it means we're supposed to be happy. Okay, right where we are and content with God's provision and that there is an absolute need to rest from our job. Um, And all of these, you know, in a kind of a roundabout way, deal with, you know, how it feels to be cheated on. Because these topics, Miss Evelyn, are things that people very easily cheat with. And they, 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 they just slide right in there and come in, you know, through the back door. And we sometimes get cheated because of our generosity or our kindness. Now, Kathy, I know that you were a big, powerful uh, executive and corporate woman um, back when when you were a little bit younger. Have you (laughs) ever had a time that you felt cheated? (laughs) Yeah. Well, not so big, not so powerful, but definitely career-focused and um, climbing what I thought was a very important life-defining ladder. And, uh, you know, this is the one thing that, looking back, I've really discovered is, you know, ladies, when you stare at something and you keep your gaze fixed on that one thing, something really unique happens. You can see that one thing and everything around it begins to fade out and disappear. And, I, I mean, it's just it's a fact. That's the way our eyes are designed. You know, that's why our eyes typically, they, they move, they shift so that we can keep everything in focus. Because when you stare at just one thing and you don't allow your eyes to move, everything else starts to disappear. And, you know, I see this has happened in the workplace so many times that you have your gaze focused so tightly on the money and the career advancement that everything else you just become blind to. And, um, I, you know, I remember my husband all through our careers. We've been very competitive with each other. And, you know, who makes the bigger paycheck? Who has the bigger raise? Who has the bigger salary package? Who has the best parking spot in the city? You know, that kind of thing. And looking back, we joke about it now. But, you know, we were pretty serious about it back then. And one of the things that we'd always talk about is, that the women in the workplace were the ones that you had to watch out for because they would do anything to get that position, to get that raise. And, I mean, I can think of more than one time when I was outright lied to about where to show up for a client meeting so that I would completely miss a pitch so that a competitor would get that business. And, um, you know, I got pretty ugly and, and mean and distrustful and, um, I lost focus about what was important and, you know, so many things I wish I could go back and do and so many conversations I have had since then where I have been the one that I've had to apologize 
because I didn't respond appropriately. I responded in ugliness and in viciousness. And so, you know, sometimes when we, um, when we do get cheated, we can lash out. And sometimes the lashing out is an even worse outcome than the person who cheated us for something. And we have to take uh, accountability for that, too. Being cheated, it hurts. And it does tend to make us hard-hearted and suspect of, of everything that happens. And we need to make sure that we're always, as Christians, and, and I will say, I thought I was a Christian back then. But looking back, I was a Christian in title. I did not have an active, vibrant, personal relationship with God, with Jesus Christ. And that's what we're talking about. When we say Christian, we don't mean do you go to church on Sunday and, and, and plaster a title across your forehead, we are saying, do you have an active relationship with Jesus Christ? Do you pray? Do you spend time talking with him? I don't care if Joy Bahar says that if you hear Jesus talk to you that you are mentally ill. That is mm-hmm. absolutely not true. Christ talks to you. God talks to you. He influences your heart. It may not be an audible voice, but it is you can get those inclinations in your heart very, very clearly, especially when you're spending time in his word. And, and we need to make sure, one, that we're not the one doing the cheating. But if someone does cheat us, we have to take responsibility for our mm-hmm. response. Ms. Evelyn, give us some practical biblical advice on what we can do when we feel cheated. Well, there are just many, many scriptures about being uh, thrifty mm-hmm. <laughs> in God's word. And not being greedy, you know, wanting everything uh, in spite of uh, not having what we think we have. You know, we think God has cheated us. But, it, you know, others can cheat us and we can kind of handle that or mold it into something we can use. But in times in life when you think God cheated me because I didn't have a little baby girl, you know, it can ruin a relationship. Uh, I mean, it can slow things down the way God works in our life and blesses us. Because what it does, it cuts off that power of God's joy for life. And so we have to be careful about those things. So we could talk a lot about money, talk a lot about greed. But I think one of the things that's most damaging to all of us is when we when we get our feelings hurt. You know, when, when there's, there's something that goes on that you don't know about that suddenly you're faced with in the gap of life, and uh, we feel guilty, uh, and we don't need to feel guilty. We just need to confront it and ask God for wisdom and move on. And he, Proverbs uh, twelve twenty four says, diligent hands will rue, but laziness ends in forced labor. Hmm. Now, what does that have to do with a joyful heart? It means that, you know, we don't count God's blessings often. We count what we don't have or the way that we've been treated, when we need to look at how we're treating others, how we're treating ourselves. That's one of the biggest problems we have is self. You know, am I taking advantage? Am I giving? Am I loving? Am I kind? Am I careful? And so there are so many things that we take on as substitutes for what God wants to do in the gap of life. He gives us the grace. He gives us everything we need to be a living, loving example of who Jesus Christ was. And the important thing is that we know him in a way, that we live that way. And how do we do that, Carrie? 
Well, Miss Evelyn, you just nailed it. We don't take substitutes. You know, it's like those kids at school. They don't, they don't ever have the substitute. The real teacher is always the best, right? And friends, that's what that's what God is telling us, is don't take substitutes. He's going to come in and fill your life with the abundance that you never dreamed possible. I'm not talking about material abundance, friends. We're talking about peace and joy as you move forward through life. Even, friends, even when you have been hurt by people who are mocking, who have lied to you, broken your heart, people who are holding grudges against you or people who have cheated you, the Lord says, you know what? Aspire to work to make those dreams come true, even if it means you have to start over. That's okay. When when God is there with you in those gaps, he's working mightily in your life because we're looking to him for those answers. Don't accept the false things that the world tells you will come in and fill that space up because it won't. It, it won't it'll just leave you feeling emptier and wanting more. No one has ever imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. 1 Corinthians 2.9. Friends, let me say that again. No one has ever imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. Allow the Lord to come into that, that anointed place where you are standing right now. Friends, for those of you who are hurting, you can always give us a call on the love line. 512-249-6535. You can look us up on the web, Love Talk Network. We're there. You can hear our, our past shows. For Miss Evelyn Davison and Kathy Endeprock, we pray that your life will be filled with beautiful spaces, beautiful gaps filled with God's love. And we'll see you next time here on Love Talk with the Love Ladies.